Hello, everyone. This is Greg Drevenstead, Editor-in-Chief at Writer Magazine, and your host for the Writer Magazine Insider Podcast. Our guest today is Reiner Buck. Reiner is the CEO of Edelweiss Bike Travel, a global motorcycle tour company based in Austria. Reiner, welcome to the show. Hey, everyone. Nice to meet you, and uh, I'm glad to be on your show. Ah, thank you. Well, since I'm based in California, you're in Austria. It's 10.30 in the morning here and 7.30 p.m. there, so it's uh, we got nine time zones between us. Yeah, uh, but we are used to that, you know, because most of our clients come from the U.S. and quite a few from uh, California and the Pacific Coast. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I know Edelweiss has been around for a long time. Uh, could you give us a little bit of backstory on Edelweiss, how it got started and uh, how, what, it, what all it does? Yeah, it, uh, of course I can do. Um, you know, it all started uh, in uh, 1980 when um, Werner Wachter, founder of Edelweiss, decided to, to quit his job as, as a sales engineer and to start a company to combine his uh, passion of riding motorcycles on one hand and travel the world and, of course, uh, to make a living out of it. And uh, at the beginning, it was, uh, I mean, it was only a two-man show. Uh, it was Werner and his wife, Coral. Uh, Werner was the first Edelweiss tour guide, so to speak, and uh, Coral was the first van driver. And, and over the years, yeah, he managed to, to develop the company and to become the, the world's leading motorcycle touring company. Great. Well, I know you, like I said, since 1980, so you've, what, I guess that'll be 41 years this year. So, you know, you do tours all over the world, right? It's, you know, you started it really in the Alps. You're based in Austria, but uh, where all do you do tours? Oh, that's, uh, you know, uh, uh, an easy question. I mean, nearly everywhere on earth. Uh, we operate around 80 different routes on, on all continents on a yearly base. Of course, with a strong focus on, on Europe. Uh, besides that, uh, we do quite a few tailor-made tours each year where clients can pick um, any location of their choice. Uh, in most cases, due to, you know, our vast experience over the last 40 years, uh, we can make that dream come true. And uh, yeah, so wherever you want to go, uh, we try to uh, have the right offer for you. That's great. I, I know there's been a close relationship between Writer Magazine and Edelweiss uh, really since the beginning. Our founding publisher, Dennis Rouse, went on a number of tours with Werner. And uh, right. I think the first one was in 1983. And I've actually had the good fortune to go on six or seven Edelweiss tours myself. I've been in the Alps a couple of times. I went, uh, did a tour of Sicily, tour of Norway, um, tour of Canada. And in fact, uh, my wife went with me as a passenger on most of these tours. And at the top of Stelvio Pass, uh, we got engaged. Oh, not, not too bad, huh? Yeah. It, <laughs> it's a good place to do so. <laughs> yeah, after, after, what is it, 48 hairpins to get to the top, I really was hoping she would say yes and uh, got down on one knee and gave her the ring and I gave a camera to a young fellow to take a photo and uh, it ended up being in the story in the magazine. So it was great. That's cool. That's good to hear. So um, now I realize that, you know, because you're a tour company um, that uh, the past year has been challenging for everyone in a lot of ways in terms of uh, how people's lives have been affected by the pandemic. Um, so can you just give us a little bit of breakdown on what Edelweiss has done to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, of course uh, I can do. I mean, as normally every two operator has uh, its own problems at the moment, of course, because um, international travel is down. 
Um, so do we too? I mean, uh, it's it's a tough year. We we survived quite good, I would say. Um, but nonetheless, of course, um, we know that uh, it's 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 also tough for the for the clients and for the guests because they have many concerns and. Um, uh, in one particular way, you know, they have uh, concerns um, if they should uh, place a deposit for maybe a, a tour this later this year or next year. And on the other hand, um, if then international travel uh, is allowed again, um, they have questions like uh, how does the tour operator adapt to the situation of the pandemic and um, what does uh, the tour operator do to make it uh, as safe as possible? So two different questions um, on, on the more, uh, let's say the, the fear of traveling. Uh, of course, we, we adapted, we had, uh, we have some, um, or we developed some Edelweiss COVID guidelines as normally every uh, tour operator or hotel or restaurant does, of course, uh, to make sure that um, the, the, the guest is as safe as possible, but also the tour guides and especially how the tour guides have to act when they are on tour. I mean, you and I, we, we both know that uh, maybe the, the, the danger of being on a, on, a, on a motorcycle ride is not as high as on, uh, on maybe a bus, bus tour or uh, on a vacation on a, on a cruise ship where you normally are uh, with the, with this, within 2,500 people and maybe when there's a COVID infection, then maybe you are locked down on, on, on the cruise ship. So I think it's a very safe way of travel if you go on a motorcycle ride because you're in fresh air and um, especially when you stop and you are at the restaurant, uh, you are at the hotels. At least I can say that from the European hotels, they really have adapted and, and they made plans how to host their guests uh, in, a, in a safe way. So you have only, you know, uh, places where four people sit at one table and um, the distance is more than two meters, those kind of things. I mean, and we do the same that we adapted on how to handle the luggage of the guests and uh, disinfect the the vans and all, all those kind of things. So on this side, you can be really sure that um, it's as soon as travel is allowed again, that um, that uh, with Edelweiss Bike Travel, you have a tour operator which uh, really is concerned about this issue, but is also um, handling it with a, I think, with a great quality and uh, with a with a good experience of forty years. On the other hand, of course, uh, shall I book now? And uh, how safe is my deposit? I mean, that's maybe also a, a big question for people because, of course, they want to um, plan in advance and but to make sure that the money is also safe and. Uh, uh, here I also can say, you know, I mean, we are a high quality tour operator, 40 years of experience, um, all the deposits uh, which are placed with Edelweiss have to be secured by a bank guarantee, that's the law in Austria, so this is also pretty safe and uh, a safe way, and uh, I highly can recommend uh, that uh, people are, who want to travel and who, you know, are in um, in, in, in or thinking in um, that as soon as possible as the travel starts again, that uh, they shall really look now at uh, the uh, open spots because the tours fill up pretty well in, uh, I would say, from June up to the end of the year. Because a lot of people are eager, you know, I mean, they, they, they stay home for now maybe a year. 
and they are really eager to to go on a vacation and um, i'm sure that uh, that we see in the second half especially in europe a, a high demand in in hotel rooms not only for the motorcycle trips but you know everybody wants to go let's say to tuscany or to norway or to spain and um, also to the alps of course and um, so it's best to uh, make a deposit now and to make a reservation and um, i just can say that uh, if you choose Edelweiss, then yeah your, your money is safe and uh, also i think the travel is is really safe and uh, if in case you know you never know that uh, uh, we have to delay or that you have to cancel because of the pandemic of course we pay back the money or um, or you just do a you know just a, a rebook for next year whatever i mean that's uh, an easy way for us to to handle it i mean we did it now since since one year but we are also as we are very eager to to host some some guests this year hopefully yeah. sure well i know that um you know i've having been on a number of edelweiss tours that many times the participants on the tour have been on multiple tours in the past and so repeat business is an important part of your business as it is for any hotel or restaurant so having safe precautions having flexible rebooking policies and so forth because you want to you know have a good relationship with your customers so they'll come back on future tours so I certainly understand that and appreciate where you're coming from. And also, I mean, I'm in the same boat as, you know, uh, so we'll talk in a little bit about the Greece tour this October, but um, I travel internationally a lot for the magazine and I haven't been on an airplane in over a year. It's quite unusual. It's been a relief in some ways. I haven't been in airports, but, um, you know, I'm also, I think not only myself, but many others, as you're talking about, because the vaccines are rolling out in many different countries, I think probably by this summer, there's going to be a lot of pent up demand to go out and travel yeah. and, and return to normal life starting this probably as early as this summer. And that that's going to be great to hopefully, you know, for businesses like travel companies, or tour companies such as yours and hotels and restaurants, because I know just in our local area, we've had a lot of hotels and restaurants that have really struggled. And so they need the business. They need sure. whatever kind of business sure. they can get. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, when if you have a small business and and you are in lockdown and, and I know it here. I mean, we are sitting in, in the middle of the Alps and we have a lockdown through the whole winter season. So, and uh, yeah. that's the main season for the ski areas. And so sure. it's a really a hard time for them. And if you, I mean, I have also some friends uh, with hotels and restaurants. So uh, if you talk to them, then phew, I mean, um, they have really tough times. Um, and I hope to, that uh, they see some, some business coming back uh, the sooner the better for them, I have to say. Yeah. Right. Well, um, you know, I know that Edelweiss does tours around the world. And again, we'll talk about the <clears> Greece <throat> tour in a little bit. But, uh, you know, for Americans, going to Europe and riding in the Alps probably has to be the, the, the top item on a motorcyclist bucket list because there's really nothing quite like it. We have mountains in the United States. Some of them are quite nice, but there's something really special about the, the Alps, particularly places like the Dolomites. Some of the, you talk about the ski areas, some of the the chalets and hotels, it's, it's like, you know, it's looks like a picture, you know, a postcard or something like that. So, um, but also when people go to the Alps, if you're from an area that doesn't have a lot of mountain roads, that that's, it can be quite overwhelming with all of the tour buses and the, the hairpin turns and so forth. So <laughs> how do you, how do you help your customers um, adapt to riding in a place like this? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, you know, we have a, a lot of experience with that because we started, of course, uh, with, with uh, the first tours in the Alps. And um, 
and uh, at the beginning the, the the major airport we used was munich and uh, so the people flew into munich and then if you know the area when you start out south from munich then the mountains are coming closer and closer and they get higher and higher and then people are overwhelmed and and, and then they stop and they ask the tour guide, I shall go over those mountains. So are we right? Uh, this is the right <laughs> way to the next hotel, those kind of things. So if you are not used to, to alpine riding, of course, it can be really challenging. Uh, we, we fully understand. And we adapted in, 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 in two different ways. One is for, let's say, the really less experienced uh, mountain rider, uh, alpine rider, those who maybe have don't find so many sweepers and hairpins in their in their home country. We have a, um, a one day prep course, I would say, which you can do up front of our Alps tours. And nowadays this is um, for, for all the tours who which start in, 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 in Austria and in Seefeld, which is very close to Munich, about two hours. And here you just arrive a day early and um, you get familiar with the bike. Um, you get a little bit of uh, uh, theoretical input why you should do the turns in a certain style. So to be sure that, that you are safe. And then also uh, because that's for us, that's the most important point that you go for a, let's say an afternoon ride before the tour starts with the motorcycle you have chosen because very important to be familiar with the bike you have chosen and maybe even if there's a passenger with you that you go on some of the the smaller uh, alpine roads which are around the hotel and to get also familiar with you know how to look into the into, into the curve um, we have a special way of riding on, on, on main roads and on, on secondary roads and we call the line we're using the Edelweiss line it's not the fastest one it's not also not the uh, 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 very slow, but uh, it's a safe line so that you get out of trouble. Uh, the big thing is that we want to make sure that the people, they can enjoy their holiday because they are on a holiday. They are not on a race. Uh, you know, if they want a race, they go on a racetrack and do a, a race training. But here, as you said, I mean, the Alps are on the bucket list of every motorcycle rider they should really uh, be able to enjoy the scenery. And therefore, you, you have to make sure that the, the line you're doing on the road gives you an enough, uh, I say, uh, a safety margin so that even if the oncoming traffic is making mistakes, that you are still safe. So this is the one-day prep course for, let's say, people who are not so experienced. And then on the second day, which is then the, the standard arrival day of the tour start they feel much more comfortable to do the, to to do the tour and um, and if you feel comfortable it's also something which has to do something with safety you feel more safe and uh, you are more relaxed and uh, you don't lock up the brakes and those kind of things right, right and on the other hand for let's say people who are really eager to learn about mountain riding and about uh, uh, doing switchbacks and those kind of things. We have a so-called riding academy. It's like a tour. It's a six-night uh, uh, vacation, five-day tour. And um, on the first day, you do a half-day really theoretical training 
where you, you really learn about the riding techniques and if you do this, what happens then on the motorcycle and what happens, what happens on the tarmac. Then for a half day, you go on a, on a, on a safety course. Uh, I don't know if you have similar things uh, at the automobile sure. club like the AA, uh, where you do uh, where you are in a closed environment and you can really do some uh, you know leaning on the bike and some tight turns and some braking those kind of things. And then on the second and on the third day, we go uh, pass riding. We choose in this, uh, we have chosen a different kind of passes, like the more open ones with the wider sweepers like the main roads but with hairpins and then also the most challenging ones would be the nearly one laners uh, with also with hairpins and you go up and down this mountain pass uh, behind the tour guide uh, it's maximum of six riders per, per instructor and um, you do this pass multiple times so that you really are then afterwards uh, um, confident how to do a certain kind of curve. And on the, on the fourth and fifth day, because it's a tour and because that's what we want to teach the people, if they use the technique we teach them at home, we do a, a, a ride out. So we go with the academies, as an example, in, in the Dolomites, we go down to Legada. It's a, around 150 miles trip one way going down. And then you can really practice what you learned the last three days. And um, the, uh, the participants behind the tour guides will always be changing. Uh, so that after maybe 20 minutes, you are behind the tour guide and you can uh, you know, look at the tour guide, how he does, how he handles the bike. And on the last day, we go back to the, to the base hotel. So overall, over the five days, uh, you get a good overview and uh, um, uh, a really good view into how we do, uh, or how we think safe travel should be in the Alps. And it's uh, funny that uh, we've seen customers coming every year to this to the same training because uh, it's just a, also a good start for the riding season. You know that you get a refreshment. So that's how we try to uh, to adapt to that. But of course. Our tour guides are also very experienced that they can handle, let's say, um, people which, who are new to alpine riding on a, on a standard trip. I mean, sure. the most important thing is that you have uh, to judge yourself uh, how experienced I am and then that you choose the right tour and the right bike. I mean, it would maybe not make sense if you choose, let's say, to go with a passenger on an RT on the uh, Alps Extreme tour uh, with no experience in Alpine riding. But uh, you can do a standard, let's say, uh, Alps and Lakes also on an RT. Yeah? Okay. If you're a little bit experienced, then maybe you choose a, I don't know, a F850 or F900 or a lighter bike and a solo rider and, and, and go on a high Alpine tour, as an example. So, we have 17 different Alpine trips in our regular program. So normally everyone should uh, find the, the, the right for tour for himself. Sure. Well, as I said, since I've been on quite a few Edelweiss tours, I know that even if somebody doesn't sign up for the riding clinic the day before or this uh, training academy, is that there's a, a briefing the day before the riding starts where 
everybody sits down and the yeah. tour guides give an overview of of sort of the the policies on how to ride safely um, that I know that for example one of the policies is to not pass other riders that this is not a race they don't you don't really yeah. want on your yeah. tours people yeah. to get in a competitive mindset ride over yeah. their head you really want them to enjoy themselves so even if they don't get that training there's always I've been through this briefing multiple times and it's it's very thorough it gives people an understanding of if even uh, different um, highway signs and so forth that are quite different than we have in the United States yeah uh, and it really helps equip you for what's going on there's also there's a usually a every day starts with a ride briefing so you kind of know what to expect on the day ahead and any particular issues that there may be um, certain areas where if it might be wet or if there's going to be certain um, hazards in some certain areas that you get an understanding of that that way like i said you can go into it and be confident and enjoy yourself and not uh, not have too many surprises at least in terms of riding conditions yeah that's right definitely yeah. Yeah. I mean that's very important. We do we do the 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 standard briefing at the beginning of the trip, and then, of course, in the morning every day is a short briefing about the day's route. Right. And you know, every day, I mean, you can go on the same trip uh, four or five times, and um, you have different situations because you know the weather is unpredictable, traffic is unpredictable, and um, so we try to make sure that uh, everybody's. Uh, fully aware what uh, he or she has to expect on, 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 on the day of riding. And um, I think this is a good solution with what we did. And we established that in, since 40 years and uh, it works. Uh, yeah. That's all I can say. I mean, it really works. Well, it's the, the last Edelweiss tour I went on was in the November of 2019. I went to Morocco. Uh, we started yeah. off in Spain and then took the ferry over uh, to from Gibraltar to Morocco. And Fabulous trip, but it was one of those things where there was on some of the roads, we had camels crossing the road. We had goats and sheep crossing the road. It had some pretty uh, adventurous <laughs> drivers out there and taxis and so forth, but absolutely beautiful place to, to ride and to, to be able to go it to is, the yeah. desert. Yeah. So we even, I chose to opted for the optional night where you can stay out at the Erg Chebby Dunes, where you can stay out in the, oh, uh, the, the uh, overnight camp. Night under the stars, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was really, it was really special. That was, that was great. So um, I know that uh, I mentioned that there's going to be this, uh, there's a, we've teamed up for this Greece tour. There's a best of Greece tour that Edelweiss does. And um, the tour will be in October for this particular one. Uh, we'll include a link to the special booking page in, in the show notes. But uh, tell us a little bit about Greece. I've never been, always wanted to go. Um, what's it like riding in Greece? Yeah, what can you expect of Greece? I mean, um, I would say no less than the, the best ride there is. I mean, um, I was lucky enough to, to ride Greece last year, despite of the pandemic. Um, that was uh, It was a blast. And and uh, you have to imagine like uh, Greece as a as a huge mountain range. Uh, it's just a huge mountain thrown into the Mediterranean Sea. I mean that's what Greece is, and um, and and so it's it's full of the most spectacular uh, some of the most spectacular and winding roads in in, in Europe. Um, most of the people, of course, think of uh, a lot of islands and uh, laying at the at the beach and drinking something and uh, mass tourism and yeah do the swimming and those kind of things but it's uh, riding in greece is is so fantastic because the, the landscape is is 
so breathtaking because it, it alternates between you know bare mountains, uh, really high mountains. They have ski resorts there. Most of the people don't know. Uh, they have forested hills and uh, and beautiful coastlines. And whenever you know you have coast and behind the coast the mountains go up, you know exactly it's a lot of winding roads along the coast too. And and this is one of my favorites. You know, going along a, a, a winding coastline with no traffic at all. I mean. It's hardly you. You will see hardly any cars on the on the roads we travel on because uh, it's all secondary roads, and uh, most of the people live in Thessaloniki or in Athens, of course. Uh, but we go th right through mainland and, uh, and through the Peloponnese, and um, so the the riding is uh, extraordinary good, I would say. And uh, and besides that, uh, it's uh, also I mean. Uh, a real Greek experience because you come really into the small villages, uh, you learn the culture away from the mass tourism. You, of course, you will also visit some of the, the major highlights and the attractions. You have to go to Delphi or to Olympia as an example, but these uh, uh, famous ancient cities. But uh, besides that, the hospitality, the Greek food, everything is so good. and. Um, and even the wine, the red wine, I tell you, uh, is very good. Uh, meanwhile, uh, wasn't maybe when I'm looking back, my first trip to Greece was uh, maybe 40 years ago. Then um, you only had Retsina, but now they have uh, really a very, very good wine. And um, ah, you can have a real good time there. And um, it's uh, all in all a, a really a once in a lifetime experience and uh, and it has to be on your bucket list. I mean, that's for sure. Because it's um, not the, the first thing you think about when riding in Europe. But uh, when you go back, I think it will be on the top three of your list. Oh, that's maybe, great. Maybe not even uh, number one, but... That's easy for me because, you know, the Alps are on my back door. So <laughs> the Alps is very special and it's very, very good. But if you have it every day, I mean, Stelvio is about around one and a half hours from my hometown. So, uh, but Greek is something very special. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, I've went on an Edelweiss tour in Sicily. I've ridden in the Balkans and that whole Mediterranean area, um, partly because of the, the mountains and the sea. Also, the Mediterranean climate is very nice. I mean, I live in California, which has what's described as a Mediterranean climate. It's, it's very mild and it's typically fairly yeah. dry. So, um, and October should probably be a perfect time. Uh, as I said, there's a, uh, I know you offer the Best of Greece tour several times uh, and we have a, a special booking page that'll be on this episode um, on the show notes. So one of the things about an Edelweiss tour is because of the size of your organization, uh, you offer your customers a wide variety of motorcycles they can choose from. I know that you keep a pretty large fleet there based at your headquarters in Austria and that you said you can ship motorcycles throughout Europe. Uh, but give people, uh, let's give people a sense of what sort of motorcycles they could maybe rent because this is sometimes an opportunity for people to try a different motorcycle than they have at home. Yeah, of course, that's one reason why people also choose Edelweiss that we have uh, our own fleet of motorcycles. It's very important for us. Uh, the fleet, which is uh, based in, in the Alps, um, uh, is around 180 to 200 motorcycles strong. And um, from here, we ship them to every place where we do tours in Europe or Northern Africa. 
And uh, this is um, because it's our own fleet, uh, it gives us the flexibility to adapt to the customer needs. So if you book up front, this is also why I also always say, you know, make an early booking because then we can guarantee you the, the your choice of motorcycle. Um, like in now in Greece, and for October, as an example, if, if people want to have uh, a specific type of motorcycle, we make a reservation and then this will be on the transport uh, going to Greece. The, most of the bikes, uh, um, are from, uh, I would say, uh, the majority will be BMW, Ducati and Triumph. We also have also a, a quite a, a bit of uh, Harley Davidson in our fleet. And of course, also from um, some of the Japanese brands, um, more the smaller ones or the um, the Enduro bikes like uh, Epica Twin. Or we all, also, we have the new Tenere 700 as an example. We we try always to 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 have the newest equipment in our fleet so that people can try the bikes. The, if you talk about um, which is maybe the, the most important bikes in our fleet, then of course it's like the, the, the GS series of BMW or the Multistradas or the Triumph Tigers or the Explorers because they are, I would say they, they are the best bikes to, to handle every terrain where we, where, where we are riding. Um, and also, you can go on, on gravel. We have some some adventure tours too. Um, but if you look at as an example uh, to the uh, BMW range, I mean, we offer from the 310 all the way up to the K1600. We have we have all the bikes in our fleet. Also, a thousand uh, um, XR as an example. And from Ducati, the Multistradas and, uh, and, the, and the Monsters, as an example, from time we, we, we stay to the Tigers and the Explorers, so we don't have the, the vintage, uh, vintage style bikes. Um, for us, it's very important that um, the, let's say, the, the, the range of the motorcycle, uh, so the, the mileage they can do is very important uh, so that it fits together. And um, on the Harley side, we normally don't mix uh, on an Alpine uh, tour. We don't mix the, the Harleys with the with the other bikes, but maybe now you know the new Pan America is uh, has arrived finally. Yes, and so we will have the, this bike in our fleet. Uh, I'm sure next year too. Then we can mix because it's a, um, a similar riding style. Now I, d I don't want to say that you can't ride Harley Davidson in the Alps. It's not true because it's very fun to ride a Harley in, in the Alps, but it's a different riding style. And we want to give the, every customer the same, uh, let's say, uh, experience and uh, so that they have a lot of fun and, and um, get the most out of, of their vacation because for most of them, it's a vacation of a lifetime. Yeah? But if you uh, look at our fleet, yes, I mean, I, I haven't counted, but I think 25 different uh, models, well. I'm sure that we have. Well, you know, I know one of the things about going on an organized tour is uh, one is basically, you know, everything's taken care of. You've got your travel arrangements, uh, you know, you fly to the country or the, the, the city where the tour is going to start. You've got the hotels um, uh, chosen. You've got the places to eat and so forth. And it just it takes kind of all of those worries away. But also, I know from having gone on a number of tours, you've got very experienced tour guides. They're very friendly. They're very accommodating. They can be like fixers, you know, as I said, I went to Morocco and um, Angela was the tour guide, the head tour guide there. And she spoke 
some Arabic and she spoke some French. And, uh, you know, if we were negotiating in a marketplace or something, uh, get a little bit intimidated, she was there to help out. And so, um, but also, you know, you end up on these tours with people from all over the world. As I said, I know you have a lot of American customers. I've made friends with people from Australia, from other countries that we stay in touch via Facebook and so forth. So to me, that's kind of the part of going on one of these tours. It's not just the sites and the roads, but it's the people, it's the experiences, like you say, the food. I, you know, I love Greek food. Can't wait to try that out. Uh, so yeah, that's a, it's, it's the overall experience and no one place is better than the other. They all are, are different and it's nice to get a, a different experience than riding just where you are back home. Yeah, that's totally right. You know, it's one of our aims um, that that we bring people together. I mean, um, uh, I'm really happy if um, I look up our in our booking system and, and and I see a tour where maybe five, six, seven, eight different nations are on the trip because I know exactly that they they will understand each other, even maybe if they don't speak the same language, but. Sure. You have one thing in common that's motorcycle riding and 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 you experience that every time you go on a trip i mean you go there and uh, the people are you know in a certain way like friends from the beginning because uh, you talk the same language you are there for the same thing you want to see uh, the best landscapes you want to have some fun on the road and um, it's a dream to be on on two wheels and uh, uh, it's like a, a check on the on the bucket list, and um, and um, and then you have some of course some 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 common topics like uh, the first thing what normally people ask is uh, what kind of bike you are riding at home and where have you been last, and so it's a uh, it's a no brainer to be on a on a on a guided motorcycle tour, and um, that's what makes this kind of tour very special. If you compare it like to a to a bus trip, it's hard because uh, of course you you have a certain destination where you want to go to. But what else do you have in common with the other guests? So um, that's um, this is not the question on the, on a motorcycle trip. I mean that's uh, an easy one, and um, I'm sure at the first coffee stop everybody's talking to to each other, and uh, and that's very good to see. And uh, we know from our experience that. People really made friends from different continents and countries, and they they also ride together without Edelweiss. So now they are friends, and then they visit each other and go there for two week, uh, maybe a U.S. trip. Uh, some German guys go over there and, and and visit their friends and stay at their homes. And the the guy in the U.S. Uh, shows the the German guy the the best places. I don't know in in Minnesota sure. or somewhere yeah. else. I mean, and that's that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. Well, I, you know, what, well, on the Alps tour that I went on, uh, my wife Carrie and I uh, met a couple from Australia that were about our age. We sat with them at dinner a few nights and really got along with them quite well. And then a couple of years later, we uh, booked to go on to um, a touring center in Norway, and they happened to be on the same tour. And so we got to spend time with them again. And of course, that we've both got open invitations. Unfortunately, we, they live in Australia and Perth, and they said, anytime you want to come, you come stay with us. You can borrow a motorcycle, and and we had the same invitation for them. And and um, yeah, that's that's part of the experience. So I want to ask you about one thing before we go. Is that what one of the things I've always enjoyed about every Alps uh, Edelweiss tour I've been on is uh, is the picnic. So how did yeah. that get started? That's that's a some feature of almost every tour you do. Is that right? 
uh, feature and normally nearly every tour we have a tour a category called classic tours mm -hmm. so this is where it all started from so and, and on those trips you will you will find the picnics and um, i mean that that was a an idea of, of werner i cannot tell you when it started because when i joined the company now 17 years ago uh, picnics have been there always have been a a main issue um, from some tour guides, they were really loved. Some of them, they hated them, but <laughs> I don't know even one single guest who did not enjoy uh, an Edelweiss picnic. And um, I, I think the, 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 the main idea was that because you are on a motorcycle tour and because you go with a motorcycle on roads which are less traveled, Sometimes you come in areas where it's very special, high up in the in the Alps or in, in, in some valleys, and, and then there is maybe no restaurant. But the valley is so beautiful. And um, and and then like you experience maybe in Morocco with the night under the stars, something similar, that you have a special location where you said, okay, uh, and Werner was crazy enough to to create that says, I have to show the people this place and uh, we have to stay there maybe for an hour and maybe go to swim in, a, I don't know, in the, the river flowing by. And, um, and, uh, and then he created a, a vehicle or a trailer at the beginning where we did also some, some really some, some cooking. Yeah? So hot food at the beginning we had. Uh, that was tough because the trailers, we are not, al we are not allowed to, to tow the trailers now up Stelvio. <laughs> so we have to change to, uh, to a buffet-style uh, uh, cold dishes, but that's also fine. Most important is that, that you find those special places somewhere high up a pass, like on, on a French Alpine Pass, as an example. No mountain hut around, no restaurant, no hotel, only motorcyclists pass by. And very often they stop and talk to the people because we are sitting there and we have some food and then they, you know, we sit together, we, we share some food and some, some drinks. And uh, that's the idea. It's also the idea of um, get, getting the people together to, to, to share the same experience and to experience something very special. I mean, if you eat a sandwich at home, it's nothing special, but if you eat a sandwich somewhere in the Dolomites where normally people don't go there and don't find food, then it's something special. And uh, I think that's the, the idea behind that. And it started, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago. Um, they're, they're great. Uh, I've been on several several picnics on the tours I've been on. And, and like I said, it's always a great location and good food. And it's, uh, it's a good experience. Well, Werner, I know, excuse me, um, Reiner, I know it's getting late where you are. I appreciate your time. You've been very generous telling us about okay. Dolomites. I'm looking forward to, like I said, going to this uh, on this Greece tour in the fall, and we'll have more information about Edelweiss. Uh, you know, one of the things I recommend people do is is get on the Edelweiss mailing list, get the catalog sent to your house. It's something like it's like a it's own it's a catalog of bucket list destinations every time it comes in the mail. Yeah, and it's something really true, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, again, um, we'll have all the links in the show notes. Thanks again, Reiner. Uh, for the Writer Magazine Insider Podcast, I'm Greg Bevinstead. Thanks for listening and keep the rubber side down. <laughs>